0: Hello, and welcome back to the latest episode of TI Talks Supply Chains. I'm your host, Kirsty Adams, Editor of Logistics Briefing. By the end of 2023, the global automotive logistics market is forecast to grow by 3.1%. The automotive sector is always an interesting topic, and it's been a turbulent few years. It's certainly a subject our leaders like to flaunt to demonstrate strength and success whenever possible. Is the UK's Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, doing just that.
1: When it comes to auto manufacturing more generally, you know I'm going to be meeting the CEO of Nissan later today. Uh, as you'll know, they've invested a billion pounds in the Northeast for electric vehicle manufacturing.
0: The activity of vehicle manufacturers can be a tipping point for economies. They bring tech innovation, employment. It's no wonder they're such a powerful chess piece. But there's a new power play rumbling away And this time it's between the vehicle manufacturers and their suppliers. This episode, I'll be discussing Global Automotive Logistics with TI Insights Senior Editor, Julia Swales. She's just published our Global Automotive Logistics 2023 report, which is really insightful. The link is in the show notes.
1: There was a real lack of coordination between suppliers and manufacturers, and this was on a global scale. But first, Here's
0: GSCI News. GSCI helps logistics providers, banks and shippers to track air, ocean and road freight rates. Book a free demo at www.gsci.ti-insight.com. The link is in the show notes. India imposes import ban on laptops and PCs. Global freight forwarding market to contract 3.9% in 2023. Mexico leads as key trading ally of the United States. Digital forwarder layoffs. Who cut the most staff? The Indian government has announced that with immediate effect, the import of all laptops and personal computers into the country is to be banned without special licence. This will impact global manufacturers such as Apple, Lenovo, HP, Acer and others, as well as Indian consumers and businesses, which are largely reliant on foreign-made electronics. The move by the government is the latest stage of its Make in India programme, which simultaneously supports local electronic manufacturing whilst imposing barriers on the import of foreign products, especially those which are produced in China. Sign up to Logistics Briefing for more stories like this. The link is in the show notes. The Global Freight Forwarding 2023 report from TI shows that the global freight forwarding market continues to normalize, with demand for air and sea freight forwarding services remaining soft. The poor performance of the market can be attributed to the weakness in air freight forwarding, which shrank by 7.3% in 2022. However, sea freight forwarding also had a less than desirable performance, contracting by 1.5%. The global economic downturn is the main underlying reason for the contraction in the forwarding market. Download our free white paper. The link is in the show notes. Mexico has taken the lead as the United States' top trading partner, overtaking China. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, over $328 billion worth of goods passed between the two countries in the first five months of 2023. As of the second quarter's start, the U.S.'s trade with Mexico accounted for 15.4% of goods exported and imported. The automotive market is a main driver in the increase of imported goods. Convoy was one of the first digital startups to lay off staff. In June 2022, it laid off approximately 7% of its workforce. Flexport cut 20% of its jobs, that's 600 people, which impacted staff in Europe, North America and Asia. However, the company is also adding jobs, some 350 to 400 engineering and software staff, as it's in the process of doubling its software engineering talent. TI's global supply chain intelligence platform provides hundreds of profiles of startups and disruptors like Convoy and Flexport. Follow the link in the show notes to find out more. Hi, I'm Michael, Head of Commercial at TI Insights. I just wanted to interrupt for 30 seconds to tell you a bit more about TI's research and data. TI's research is devised to show you what's happening in the market today. That includes the changes to expect over the next year and the outlook for the industry for the next five to 10 years. This research is delivered with a mix of quantitative forecasts and qualitative insights. Our data platform, GSCI, empowers senior leaders at global logistics companies with the strategic intelligence they need to move their business forward. Okay, well, maybe that was slightly longer than 30 seconds. Forgive me. But if you want to find out more, you can email me on mclover at tiinsight.com or visit www.ti-insight.com. This information is also in the show notes. Julia has been working on the automotive report for quite a few months now. I really love talking to Julia about the projects that she's working on because she is so concise in the points that she makes. There is zero waffle with Julia.
1: I'm Julia Swales, and I am Senior Editor of Vertical Sectors for Transport Intelligence.
0: Thanks, Julia. Um, And what's the name of the report that we're about to talk about?
1: It's the Global Automotive Logistics Report 2023.
0: So my first question to you is, having read the report, there seems to have been a shift in power between the vehicle manufacturers and the suppliers. Can you tell our listeners a bit more about that?
1: Yes, on, on many levels. I mean, in relation to semiconductors and the increased demand, for example, there was a real lack of coordination between suppliers and manufacturers. And this was on a global scale. Because in 2020, even economies with strong semiconductor production and capacity, such as Japanese and South Korean vehicle manufacturers, suffered from the shortage of semiconductors. In addition, Vehicle manufacturers now don't have the purchasing leverage over electronics manufacturers. And this is because many pieces of electronics hardware are only available in the Asia-Pacific area. So there's really been a collapse of the tiering system of suppliers. And internal combustion engines used to be, or are ranked, um, in importance and location close to final assembly, But of course, this with electronic supply chains, this no longer applies. So important suppliers can actually be far from the final assembly points. And what would you say the key statistics
0: are to have come out for this report?
1: Well, by the end of 2023, it's interesting to see that the global automotive market is forecast to grow by 3.1%. And regionally, the North American market has bounced back actually to some sort of normality in 2023 and sales are forecast to increase by over 20% year on year. Although it's interesting to see it's still lagging behind other regions with its adoption of EVs and and hybrid vehicles. So by sector, the global inbound market actually grew 5.5% year on year in 2022 and it has a forecast growth of 3.1% by the end of 2023. And here, Asia-Pacific is, is forecast to remain in the largest inbound market. Conversely, the, the global outbound market had a negative growth rate in 2022. It was minus 1.8%, but it is expected to rebound by the end of 2023 with a growth rate of 3.3%. And here, Asia-Pacific also dominates uh, on a regional level. But the most interesting subsector is spare parts market, which had the highest in terms of growth rates, because it had the highest subsector growth rate of 6.8% in 2022. And it is expected to grow further 2.3% year on year by the end of 2023. But here, regionally, North America dominates the spare parts market. So what about
0: China? There's quite a lot in the report about EV production there. Can you tell us a bit more about that, please?
1: Yes. So China, Japan and Korea, they they currently account for 97% of the total battery production market. But China really does stand out because of the Chinese state and its state-owned enterprises repositioning themselves and focusing on electric vehicle technology. Two companies were paid by the Chinese state to invest in large-scale battery factories. And in addition to this, Chinese consumers are attracted to EVs, mainly because they're well adapted to um, the congested Chinese urban situation and lifestyles where where long range isn't really needed for EVs. And up until 2022, actually, the Chinese position in the global car market was weak. But now China is, is the largest exporter of vehicles of any kind, overtaking Germany, Japan and South Korea.
0: Okay, wow. And okay, so what's the impact of all of the things that we've discussed, Julia, on the logistics sector?
1: Yes, well, in terms of of China, which I've just been talking about, um, as I briefly mentioned there, some leading economies such as Germany have moved from being leaders in automotive technology and exports to being vulnerable on a global level and are starting to lose their competitiveness after the semiconductor crisis, this showed that logistic systems that underlie automotive production really need to change significantly. And then there is the prospect of the sale of internal engine vehicles being banned in Europe in the next coming 10 years or so, which is going to have a huge effect. So really, the, the whole sector from retail to component sourcing is still in turmoil. And it is uncertain how this will play out over the next five years.
0: Okay. Well, we'll definitely be watching, won't we? So this this is a yearly report, isn't it, Julia?
1: It is, yes.
0: Okay, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens next 12 months. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Kirsty. Great to talk to you. It's really
0: interesting what Julia says there about the lack of coordination on a global scale. And as usual, China's activity really stands out. And so does the fact that logistics needs to change. And it leaves me wondering, how will the bans the EU is putting in place play out? What do you think? We would love to know. Email kadams at ti-insights.com. Before I go, I'd like to invite you to join us for the quarter Two 2023 European road freight development webinar, which takes place on Wednesday, the 23rd of August. The link to register this free event is in the show notes. That's all for me for now. Goodbye.